Everybody, welcome back or to the Universe is Your Sugar Daddy podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Gallo. Thank you so much for pressing play and supporting my little show. It really does mean the world to me. Um, I'm so excited to be back this week recording another episode for you guys. And for anyone and everyone who has sent me words of encouragement, love you you're the best. Before we get started, I thought it would be really fun to start each episode by sharing how the universe was my sugar daddy this week because daily moments of gratitude really do wonders for inviting more and more abundance into your life. So for this week, the universe was my sugar daddy by delivering great news on the career front. As you guys know, I'm in the process of you know, switching things up in my career. Um, Again, that should just be its own podcast episode later. Um, Promise to do that at some point when the saga finally comes to an end and I have a good update. Um, But yeah, I'm just feeling really grateful and positive about everything that's to come. Um, And again, I won't get into specifics right now, but surely will in the future. So don't fret. Um, So yeah, that's my little update for the week. How has the universe been your sugar daddy this week? I would love to hear from you. Let me know. All right. Without further ado, I want to jump into today's topic. So for this week, I wanted to really just piggyback off of last week's episode and talk a little more about the whole concept of New Year's resolutions, specifically the New Year, New Me trend that's making its rounds on the internet right now, I'm sure you've seen, and why I think this mindset is a little problematic and really not effective when it comes to making lasting changes in your life. I know that's a hot take, but I have some justification to this thought process, so hear me now. Hear me out. Um, Now, I know you might be thinking, well, Jess, you did just release an episode detailing your goals for the new year. You're not wrong. That's true. In my last episode, I did go over kind of my top five intentions in the new year. Um, However, my issue with the whole New Year's resolution, um, you know, process isn't with goal setting itself. I actually think it's very beautiful that everyone gets so inspired to make changes in their lives in the new year. What I don't agree with and don't love about the whole new year time period is the pressure and the stress that this month seems to impart and invoke on so many people. And that kind of stress and pressure ultimately leads to poor judgment and decision making when it comes to setting goals, right? So the fact of the matter is most New Year's resolutions are going to end up in quote unquote failure, not because you're incapable of meeting your goals, but because you're setting goals for yourself that are completely unrealistic and overambitious. Because in the new year, 
people feel this pressure to change everything in their life all at once. And when they inevitably experience any sort of setback, their motivation to continue to make these changes will dwindle over time until these goals are completely abandoned altogether. Um, I know it's really easy to write down your goals and everything you want to accomplish in the next 12 months on paper, but the process of executing on these goals is just entirely different. It's an entirely different animal, right? So when we set our New Year's goals, we are often swept up into the fantasy of becoming that girl or that guy, and we really buy into this idea of the perfect future you, the perfect future self, that if we're really honest with ourselves and, you know, in all likelihood, it's not actually what you want, but it's what you think you want based on what you're seeing online, right? So these perfect versions of ourselves that we're creating based on a lot of societal pressure aren't taking into account our present circumstances, our struggles, our limitations, and we're really just setting ourselves up for failure by refusing to acknowledge that there's any sort of obstacle standing in our way of this huge goal or expecting our journey to achieve that goal to look the same or similar to someone else's. It's really not a fair comparison. So hopefully now you're starting to see the problem where new year, new me, is really setting you up to fail. Um, So I've really kind of thought through this whole concept and I've tried to come up with a couple solutions to offer you and a new mindset you can adopt that will or should actually help you set and achieve your goals this year. So let's dive in, I have the tea. First and foremost, you have to tune out the noise. Stop looking around (laughs) at other people. You need tunnel vision, okay? You need to put your blinders on and determine what you want based on exactly what you want, not what other people are doing. Okay. So stop looking around and determining what it is you want based on anyone else but you. Instead, I want you to take time to reflect on the following four prompts. So listen closely. Number one, how do I want to feel this year? Number two, Who do I want to be this year? Number three, what do I want to receive this year? And number four, what do I want to give this year? All right, so you can press pause and jot down answers to those questions, or you could save the reflection for another time. Please don't write anything while you're driving or trying to drive or doing an activity that's not safe. So you can also just, you know, kind of, brainstorm answers as we go through this episode, but would definitely encourage you to do a bit of reflection on these these four questions. Um, Because thinking through these prompts is going to help you get clear on what it is you want for yourself rather than what it is you think you should want for yourself this year, right? So once you're clear on who you wish to be this year and what you want to feel, receive, and give, you're able to make more realistic and ultimately impactful goals for yourself. All right, step one, check, on to step two. This is the fun part. We're going to work backwards from the ideal self you wish to manifest into existence, so that ideal self you kind of identified through that four question process, and determine what small incremental changes you need to make in your life to welcome in this future version of you. 
And I really mean small changes, right? You're going to be breaking your goals down into sizable chunks, and that is going to be your bread and butter, your key to success. We really need to get super micro before we can go macro, okay? So let me just give you an example from my current circumstances. Um, say I determine through my thought exercise, which I have determined, I really want to feel strong and confident at the gym. And I want to be someone who knows their way around the weight floor. I want to navigate that weight floor easily and not feel intimidated by all the bros lifting weights there, okay? So rather than expecting myself to go from no exercise, so where I am currently, to lifting at the gym five times a week, no problem, by tomorrow, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to start small instead. My first order of business is just going to be getting to the gym. I don't mean getting to the gym and forcing myself through this grueling workout. I mean, goal number one is just to walk into the gym, even if I leave afterwards. Because for me right now, that big hurdle is really just getting there, just showing up for myself. So after I accomplish this, getting to the gym, and also celebrate this, I will then set another goal for myself, either the following day or the following week, depending on how I'm feeling, to say exercise at the gym for 30 minutes and then I'll celebrate that small win and so on and so forth. You get the picture, just continue to iterate and kind of build upon that habit over time, okay? So I know these tiny habits and small changes seem a bit counterintuitive to making massive impact in your life, right? But setting these small goals for yourself that you can easily accomplish is going to lead to very positive feelings that's going to continue to encourage you to search for further instances of that behavior or habit, right? So when we're breaking our goals into bite-sized manageable pieces and celebrating every win, no matter how small, that's going to create that positive momentum that will help make the changes you're implementing actually stick. The positive momentum is going to keep you going and keep you motivated rather than you know, by the other way around. So in my case, if I set a goal to hold my own in a room full of power lifters on January 1st and then punish myself for not embodying this version of myself by January 2nd, I'll be proving to my inner critic that I can't achieve my goals and that I should, that it's okay to abandon them, right? It'll be really easy to break down and give up when I'm operating from a place of punishment rather than that celebration that I'm emphasizing, that, that celebration, that small win. Instead, I'm going to focus on what it is I can achieve right now and focus on those good feelings that I experience each time I meet one of those small goals I've set for myself. And perhaps most importantly, I'll just trust myself that the rest really will fall into place as long as I'm consistent. And it's going to be easier to be consistent if you're going off of positive rather than negative feelings, right? You're rewarding yourself rather than punishing yourself. So you're going to continue to seek out that behavior um, and that habit. And eventually what will happen is your small habits and behavior will evolve into that long lasting lifestyle change you need in order to get closer to your goals. And the best part of all of this is that this process is actually going to feel good, like a reward rather than a punishment. You get to celebrate yourself every single day instead of waiting until the end of the year to determine if you add up some insane standards you set for yourself or if you've done enough to be the perfect version of you, okay? So 
at the end of the day, you really don't need the new year to invite sort of transitions or growth into your life. That's really welcome at any time. But really, no matter what season you're in, you can embody your future self. You can reach your goals if you're willing to get clear on what you want, how you, who you want to be, what you want to feel, what you want to see, what you want to give. Break down those goals into manageable action steps. And most importantly, be kind to yourself in the process. You know, I know we can be our own worst critic, but it's really important to meet your goals and exceed your goals is that you're being kind to yourself along the way. Any step you make towards your goal is progress, right? It's better to take one baby step every single day than five huge leaps forward followed by 10 huge leaps back, right? Really sustainable growth is the name of the game here. So that is all I have for you guys today. That was a very quick and dirty kind of summary of my thoughts on New Year, New Me. It was really just a piggyback and addendum to last week's episode. Here for you guys. You've got this. You've got your goals. Just again, be nice to yourself. We really, we really need some kindness here. So I'm really excited to hear what you think of today's episode. Feel free to send me a DM at Jessica Emily Gallo, G-A-L-L-O on Instagram with your feedback or any questions, or if you just want to chat with me, that's great. Um, And then if you could also rate and review the show wherever you're listening, that would really mean the world to me. And don't forget, the universe is your sugar daddy. You can have everything you want and more. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.